Welcome to the Steelers Realm Podcast. of Steelers Realm. Thursday, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Steelers Realm Podcast, joined by my trio of experts, my man T.A. and Freight Train, all jumping on at the same time. Good evening, gentlemen. Happy Thursday. Uh, happy Thursday to you too, JT, and thank you for the compliment of calling us your favorite losers. I mean, experts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know our, about that's our team, but I don't know about experts, but <laughs> I'll take it. I don't mind. I don't mind a little shine, JT. Oh, no, hey, you know what? We uh, we're all just yinzers given our take on our favorite team. So we don't claim to be SPN or anything else of that nature. Uh, things of that nature. That was kind of like the, the saying this week, things of that nature. Uh, well, we need to find some offense of that nature, but anyhow, uh, we're going to get into the Raiders game coming up Sunday night. Uh, but before we do that, why don't we jump on and simulcast with pro Sports fans, PSF.app, for those of you haven't got it yet. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start our broadcast there. So, guys, jump in. And uh, we're going to be joined by our friend Shane Man as well, too. So, once he gets up there, get some video going, some audio going. Greetings, PSF fans. What's going on? Hey, our guys are joining us in a sec. There we go. Steely McBean. AKA Freight Train. Don't forget, guys, mute your phone. Here I am. PSF. Oh. Yep. Hit the mute on the audio. Yep. Go ahead, Shane. You guys hear me? Yep. Yep. There he is. There he is. All right. Perfect. Getting an echo. TA, make sure you mute your phone audio. Yeah, I first got to get on. It's not allowing me to get on tonight, there, JT. It's not even showing me to join as usual. It's showing you on there. Yeah. yeah no video. Just. So how's that app working? Shane, you said it was still a little clunky. Yeah, I still can't yeah, really. I still can't really. Like, like, there anything there anything? Yeah. Hmm. You guys getting an echo from me? Yeah. Well, I think, T.A., can you mute yeah, or just I'm, turn your volume on I'm, your phone? Yeah, it's actually muted on my uh, on the screen right now. So, hey, let's rock and roll this thing. All right. Good let's morning, rock Shane. How are you? Doing all right. All right. Oh, Shane's still got a little echo, 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 echo. Okay. Well, if you guys aren't going to show your face, I'm not showing mine either. No, we're showing our faces. Come on, put the turn of video on. Let's go. I, turn a video I see, on. I don't see you guys. On? Yeah, I just I, I just see I TA's see back, you. JT pointing at something, and Steelers okay. realm on chains. No, everybody's there. The gang's yeah, all there. 
except you who's frozen in time. What is going on <laughs> here? Aha. Wait, Gotta love it. Well, hey, let's check in. Bubba in the house. Hey, Bubba, what's going on, brother? By the way, uh, for those power users out there on the PSF app, there is an update. So make sure you do that. Uh, Bubba's not doing too hot, but hang in there, buddy. What do you say, Richard David? Welcome, man. Eagles we suck. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing well. Thank you for asking. Thank you for tuning in, man. We're about to jump in here once we get past the uh, little technical issues, but we're still missing some video from uh, from our other guys on the PSF. That's okay. We just, <laughs> lost, we just lost your video too, JT. At least I did. Shane, do you see JT's video? Yeah, I can see everybody. Yeah. Okay. So then it's on my side then. I just see Shane, and it looks like Shane's now froze up. He's all kicked back in a rocking chair just – Let's get this thing going, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, right. let's uh, you know, as we'll work through this. Um, you know, it's 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 always it's just a little bit of technical challenge. We hear this uh, every week from everybody. So uh, I guess we're nothing special. But anyhow, yeah, fly eagles fly. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, smartest man in Philly. He's got yeah. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, guys, let's get it started here. We're talking about 820 kickoff at Allegiant Stadium. Sunday night football. Um, carried nationally, NBC, on locally here in Pittsburgh area, WPXI-TV. Um, also WJAC-TV, I believe, carries it, too. It's an NBC uh, channel as well. We got Mike Tirico on the play-by-play, -play, Chris Collinsworth, uh, every Steeler fan's favorite color analysis. And, oh, for uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, Melissa Stark doing the field reporter. She's got the game call on the field. But, uh, hey, if you can't see the game, tune in to Steelers Radio Network, whether it's on the app, 102.5 DVD, DVE, uh, WBGG 970 in Pittsburgh, or you can catch it on WDAD in indiana county as well but uh those guys are man bill hillgrove big bad at bill hillgrove doing play-by-play -play. craig wolfley on color missy and max on the sidelines too but hey guys looks like a warm day i wonder if they're going to uh i wonder if they're going to have uh the dome open or not but 89 is the high uh nine, nine mile per hour winds southeast and uh, what do you think? Are they going to make the Steelers wear black? The Steelers wearing black for this game? I don't of know. Of course. That's their travel. That's their travel oh. color. Their yeah. travel color is white, typically. All right. Uh, not, in the, not, need, not in freight trains, world. I need to wake up. <laughs> freight train. He's all beside himself. Well, By I the see, way, guys, we were I, thinking Tuesday night – we were going to have a new addition to Steeler Nation, but yet it didn't happen yet. So uh, we're yeah. pins and needles over at the freight train household. How about it, buddy? You guys aren't the only ones. I'm, little ones still me has started messing with mom and dad already. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully anytime. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. So we're still expecting Steeler Nation. Yeah. Um, 
So how we do against the Raiders? They lead the series 17-14 overall. Um, you know, us coming off that ugly win against Cleveland and the Raiders coming off a blowout loss to the Bills. Um, but uh, the Raiders are getting one and a half. First time we're favored this year so far, isn't it? I thought they I changed know. the line, didn't they? Yeah, it, it seems to bounce back and forth. I don't know if they're favored one and a half or we're favored one and a half. They, they were favored by two and a half early, so maybe I think uh, Minka said he's playing, so maybe that impacted the line a little bit, so, mm. stuff like that. Uh, okay. So Raiders were Raiders were favored in that? Two and a half, now down to one and a half? Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. before earlier in the week. Over under 43 and a half. At least that's what it was. For those PSF app users, you can go to the stats page and uh, a lot of interesting stuff on that, especially during game day. Um, there's a live game cast type of uh, uh, thing going on there, too. So that's pretty cool. But anyhow, yeah, that's what we got going on. Um, let's jump in to buy the numbers if uh, you're up to it. Who wants to take that? Freight train, you want to take by the numbers tonight? Oh, oh, I got by the numbers. You are I got by lots of I got lots of numbers. Yeah. So uh I'm guessing this is a year. It's 1995. I was five years old, 1995. Uh it was the last time the Steelers beat the Raiders on the road. Good news. This is the first time we'll be playing in Las Vegas. So it's time to open that up with a win. All in favor, say aye. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. I, I had to make sure you guys were still here. Well, I, I'm just, you <laughs> know, we're, we're, we're watching the kindergarten show here. here yeah. I'm waiting for Thomas the train to come rolling across the screen any minute now. <laughs> Shane's, a, Shane's a young puppy in this group. Yeah, I was not quite yet born. I was two years away from existing the last time this game beat the Raiders on the rest. So I'm hoping, you know, it can happen during my lifetime. That's what we'll say. Yeah. Shit, Shane, by 1997, I might have lost the best hairs on my nutsack by then. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> All right. So moving on from nutsack hairs, we have <laughs> the number 71. Uh, Pro Football Focus has Dan Moore Jr. graded as the lowest offensive tackle, allowing 15 pressures, 10 hurries, three quarterback hits, and his 11.9 pass blocking score is the second worst for all NFL offensive tackles at 201. Guys, is it time to start the rookie? Is it time? This is, I mean, this is what we draft him for. Is is the Mm -hmm. time now to make changes? That's that's the big guys, right? Like, so my thing was, if, if Moore was going to play passive, like passively well to start the year, right? If Jones needs time, which he does as a pass protector, he's a little raw, he, he's not he's a younger guy, then fine. If Moore can handle himself out there to start the year, great. But if we're going to be terrible at pass blocking from left side anyway, let the kid who won you draft in the first round high and is already a better run blocker for sure. Let him go out there and make mistakes and figure it out because if he's not going to block anybody anyway, who cares, right? Like that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. getting blocked. What's the difference who it, yeah. who it is there? Like, yeah, who cares? As long as this kid at least has more makeup, like athleticism, maybe get in guys' way a little bit more even if he loses. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I know. I know. Agree. Well, I don't know. I kind of look at it like this. He kept one of the top edge rushers off our quarterback last week. 
So how good is pro football focus in all of this mumbo jumbo that they put out? Yeah, I agree with you, TA. I think it's little Yeah, I mean, how many pressures was there? He might not have stacked him, but he was at least around Kenny all game. Pressure. Look, the whole entire Browns defense was around Kenny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're, was you're agreeing with the game. argument with that statement. You're agreeing no, with I'm, the argument. I'm, no, the argument is, is it doesn't matter if it's just Dan Moore or the other four players along the line. There was pressure along Kenny. So maybe the argument is not how bad Dan Moore is, but maybe how bad this offensive line still needs to be rectified. Uh, I think that there's uh, two yeah, two weak yeah. links. Oh, yeah, that's not the same. No, there's two there's two weak links in that offensive line. But anyways, moving on. We got the number eleven. Uh, that is how many seconds it took for Highsmith to score a touchdown, making him the record holder for the fastest Steelers opening touchdown. Wow, that's a cool number. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's yeah. it's tough to score much sooner than that in the game, right? Like, <laughs> unless you're getting like a interception on the goal line and a run back, walk it right in or something. Yeah, yeah, run back for it on the kickoff return. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Cool. What else you got? Surprisingly, TA didn't have a beer gone within those eleven seconds. <laughs> I actually but... had two and a shot. <laughs> wow. PFF needs a. Back in our day, rating. they called. Back in our day, they called those boiler makers. <laughs> ah, yeah. Y'all know what boiler makers are. <laughs> so, anyways, the last one is the number ten. Ten is the number of Steelers nominated for the Hall of Fame class of 2024. Heinz Ward, Casey Hampton, Mike Vrabel, Joey Porter Sr., Hardy Neckerson, James Ferrier. James Harrison, John Kuhn, Carnell Lake, and Gary Anderson. Who do you guys think is the most deserving wow. out of that whole group? Wow. That's a lot of guys. Uh, that, is a, that is a lot of guys. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, Hines. Absolutely. Yeah, Hines. Hines is the one you have to look at first. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, there's still, you know, question whether he's Hall of Fame material, but, um, you know, Hines, definitely. For, for what he did, he, you know, he doesn't have the numbers, but um, I mean, his numbers are still pretty good for his era, especially. I mean, they're they're good enough to be in that conversation. It's just yeah. the impact he made was felt more so than a lot of other receivers who had similar stats. Him, I feel like that's right. kind of the thing. I think right. the only cup, I, I, maybe we should take a look at who you think maybe shouldn't necessarily be in there. Um. We, we we certainly there's a Hardy Nickerson that's one of one TA's guys. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't he make your all all team? He did. Yeah, he, he was, was honorable awesome. mention. Honorable mention. He's honorable mention. But Hardy yeah. had a good career down in Tampa and with Pittsburgh. Yeah. So see, I, his numbers are there. See, I think his number his numbers are probably we'd have to look them up, but I think his numbers are better than Brable's. The only difference is is Brable has Super Bowl victories where Hardy I don't think has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I, Brable's numbers are good. He played well, but yeah, he his his candidacy is a lot about championships, really. Yeah. 
See, and I understand your guys' argument for Heinz Ward, and, and I do agree with you, but I think the slam dunk candidate in this is James Harrison because I look at his career and as a whole, and I think that one of the things to get you in the Hall of Fame is you should be considered one of the best, <clears throat> if not the best, player at your position during your career. And not only was James Harrison that, he was also the most feared defender in his career that speaks volumes yeah no no arguing that i'm not gonna yeah. argue any of these names except for maybe john coon yeah uh, i mean yeah, his, his, you know his tenure with the steelers wasn't that long he was a penn state guy right i don't know i'm not i'm not a penn state guy so i couldn't tell you <laughs> i'm pretty sure, he, I'm pretty sure you he are was. absolutely right yeah, i think he was a penn state yeah. guy and didn't he have a brother he had a brother. They were local guys. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I think his tenure was, was kind of short Steelers overall to be nominated for the Hall of Fame. I don't know what his numbers look like, but yeah. Steelers it's have never been a fullback uh, uh, taking advantage of type of team. Right. No, and I'm surprised he was even on there, especially before Greg Lloyd. I mean, if we're going to go, if we're yeah. going to go off of a freight train's analogy just a second ago, Greg Lloyd then should have been on this list as somebody who was feared during his playing time. However, if I look at this list, the one candidate who should probably go, no questions asked, hands down, because again, going off of freight train's analogy is Gary Anderson. Oh By yeah! All right, he's top five of all time kickers, and you can't argue oh, yeah. that with his numbers. I mean, mm -hmm. top five for sure. Yeah. And if you're telling me if you don't have room for a top five player in the Hall of Fame out of that list, then how good is this list? Yeah, I just feel like it's so hard for kickers. Like they do not want to put them in for whatever reason. And like I understand, like it's a specialist position, whatever. But if you're one of the best, what you do, that's what the Hall of Fame is for, right? I mean, like, what else mm -hmm. are you going to say about him other than, like, you know, you need to have him in there. Uh, going back to Harrison's argument, like, with him, he he's going to have to get in because of, like, the Terrell Davis thing where, like, yeah, he didn't have a long, like, his career was long, but it wasn't, it started so late. He didn't have time to, like, accumulate this, the counting stats. He still had, you know, 80 and a half sacks and defensive player of the year, all that stuff. But he's much more of a, like, flash in the pan compared to some of the longer tenure guys. I'm curious, like how they're going to handle his candidacy because I can see it going. Well, and he has, it. and he has one of the most iconic plays in Super Bowl history. The NFL wants to bang their head oh, on yeah. Super Bowl yeah, stuff. Opens, uh, accolades, yeah, he's got that stuff for sure. It's just you're going to ding him for for just his overall numbers not being like spectacular, like that's what they're looking for. He might have led the league in all in all of all time of giving people concussions too. So. <laughs> Is that a confirmed? Is that a confirmed stat? Frank? It could be. It, are, I think are so. Are we going on record here? Check PFF. They might have it on there. It has that stat somewhere? Yeah. All right. All right. PFF has it. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. And that's right, so by the numbers. Look at that. Frank right. those were happy numbers this time. Is everybody I, wonderfully surprised in this participation? I'm feeling good. 
feeling that we have. I'm glad yeah. you're feeling good. Everybody give themselves a pat on the back. That was a great <laughs> job. I'm proud of all of you guys. It you almost made me feel such a manner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost forgot that our defense has as many touchdowns as our offense. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, man. Good stuff. Well, hey, we got some news today, Shane. Um, one of our players got some accolades. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. Alex Highsmith named Defensive Player or AFC Defensive Player of the Week for the second time in his career. Had obviously the massive touchdown to start the game. You know, obviously it wasn't just him out there making the play. He kind of caught the deflection, but still ran it in and then gets the late game sack fumble on Deshaun Watson that TJ galloped into the end zone with, giving us, again, two defensive scores to our one offensive touchdown in the game. So again, he made, obviously, a huge impact all day, very well-deserved. You know, being a part of two touchdowns in a week is very hard to do defensively. So I'd say that's very well-deserved. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So something interesting here, guys. Like on my, uh, on my iPhone, the, the PFF, uh, P- <laughs> Pro Sports fans app here that's hard to say too many times but i'm only seeing my video in this one but here papa son's over here and he can see all of us so i'm not sure what's going on there but uh last time i saw everybody now i see on papa son's phone here let me see yeah everybody's there too so i don't know hopefully everyone in uh uh uh, Pro Sports Fans app is seeing us. So anyhow, we're just going to continue with the show. Hopefully the tech is there too. Um, so it, while we're while we're talking, Shane, did you hear about uh, social media, uh, you know, calling, calling Minka dirty for his hit on Chubbs? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it ever since that play. And like, I'll just say it's unfortunate, obviously, what happened to Chubb. We talked about it on the recap show. Like, no one wants to see that in sports, especially a guy who's already gone through it once. But it's a fast game, man. And, and Ryan Clark especially talked about it and how, like, it's just hard sometimes to not, you know, have the stuff like that happen. You can't tackle a guy like Nick, Nick Chubb high. You can't really go center mass either for him. He's so right. well built. It's really hard to tackle him. What are you supposed yeah, to you do? You have to go for legs. Like, obviously, it, you don't want to see a guy's knee explode or anything like that. But, Sometimes this is what happens, and unfortunately, it's part of the game, and it's probably part of why the running back position is also getting devalued because of the injuries that happen with it and everything else. But and you hope for the best for Chubb, but Minka did not intend. To, like it's just there's no way he could have planned on doing that. It's just too hard to, to plan stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was kind of nice to, as the week went on and this continue to grow legs. That basically you had multiple players. Uh, basically come out and knock the NFL, James Harrison being one of them saying, this is what the NFL want. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to go high. You can't go mid high. You can't lead with the helmet. You can't do this. You can't do this. How do you want us to bring these guys down? And even the Browns came out in defense of the Steelers and said, look, the game's too fast. This was not a dirty hit. But my whole thing is, is times it happens. Why do yeah, why do we continue? Is that, is that just the norm of today's society? Let's just throw BS bullshit out there so then we can sit here and drone and drone on. Whatever happened to the days of just good old fashioned uh, uh, 
Uh, what's the word, JT? Help me out. Or the 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 Raiders the journalism journalism. Oh, That's what oh, I'm okay. looking for. Journalism. <laughs> what is journalism? That? What is journalism anymore? Well, I think I think this is Brown's people throwing a loogie at the wall and hoping it sticks. I mean, everybody that. Everybody that that's and stuff, and like I get it, it sucks for him, it sucks for you, but like this was something that is it just happens sometimes, and unfortunately, it happened to Chubb. That's just where it is, right? Right, yeah, that, that's all it is. And if anybody that knows the game of football or has watched football has knows that it's not a dirty hit, you know what I mean? And Mink is not that type of player, you know, he's not that type of guy to purposely intentionally take somebody out of the game. The dude got freaking the shit beat out of him, too. You know what I mean? Not maybe specifically on that play, but <clears throat> it's just it's a part of the game. Guys know what they sign up for. This stuff happens. Well, how about Cowboys? They're not feeling too good right now either. Trayvon Diggs out for the season. Yep. Injured ACL. Practice. Practice. Talking about practice? Practice? Practice. <laughs> Yeah, these guys are big, strong, fast. Stuff breaks sometimes, especially. It doesn't even have to be because they get hit. Sometimes stuff just pops. You know? uh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so what else is going on, TA? Any other movements? Seems like uh, once a well, week we make some movements on the roster. Of course there is. I mean, because Khan just can't sit still. I mean, and of course, you know, you've got a few players out, a little IR action, so... To go ahead and uh, compensate for that, we've went ahead and we brought uh, Breeden Fioco up from the practice squad, which he's happy <laughs> to be here, and we're happy for Fioco to be right back. How do you like that, Freight Train? Everybody looking oh. at his face, Fioco. Fioco, woco, woco. Fioco. And then... If I'm, you like that pronunciation, just sit right there and relax for oh, a yeah, drink, drink is here it comes, baby. We also signed ex-Detroit Lion and Falcon running back, Godwin. So that's what we have going on today. <laughs> if, I'm not even going to say anything. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows who they are. Obviously, you've heard of them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Should definitely know the running back from a couple years ago from that yeah. touchdown. So. And Braden was a, a divisional foe for many, many years. And it is exactly what this team needs right now. But I'm not going to dive into it because it's probably going to be talked about later. Well, Let's dive into the injury report, see what the status is before we get into game stuff. And I'm going to weigh on you guys for a little bit because it's been a crazy week uh, as far as analysis uh, on the Raiders and and whatnot. But let's jump into it. T.A., what do you got for ambulance report, brother? Oh, we got a few nicks and bruises. Nothing a little Ben Gay can't handle. So in the Ben Gay locker room this week, we've got Pat Peterson. Demonte Casey, Minka Fitzpatrick, Marcus Golden, and Isaac Smolomolomolomola, along with the Rook, Darnell Washington, as your Ben Gay tube squeezer officiator. Now, the two that we have to worry about, which Gunner is dealing with a concussion, and 
probably rightfully so. Uh, we're not sure if we want him back after that mishap. And I was going to say, I'm supposed to be worried. Exactly. I mean, I'm worried for Gunner that he comes back unconcussed, but I'm not worried if he's playing right. or not. And, and, and most importantly, <laughs> yeah, not, just yeah. just now hitting the injury report, breaking news, Larry Obanjobi, Obi-Wan just hit the – can you believe that? I'm not, I'm not sure. What's going on here? Wow. Last minute. Foot. He's going to be on – yeah, he's going to be on the practice like injury report every week of the whole season because his foot's going to be just a little bit off the whole year. It feels like so yeah. we'll see about. That. Yeah, yeah. And stop this week. So. As far as the Raiders, the only ones that were kind of eliminated and who did not participate, and we're looking at some illnesses out there in Las Vegas with mm. Chris Smith the second and Tyree Wilson defensive end. Both are dealing with a little bit of an illness. And, of course, Bael Nichols' hamstring and hand was limited as a defensive tackle. Now, that's going to be quite interesting as a defensive tackle. Can he push off on that hammy? And can he even rest that hammy with his hand? To be continued this Sunday night in Las Vegas. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. (laughs) Excellent job, T.A. Yes, thank you for that, T.A. Appreciate it, man. So, uh, so who, who's definitely under? We don't, we don't know that for sure until it comes out Friday. Um, of course, Thursday is usually the designation for um, – they don't practice Thursday. Probably not going to go unless it's just a holdout. What do you think, Gunner? He's, he's, he's going to be in the back cave. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I assume he's going to be in the protocol this week. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and quite it's okay. Honestly, yeah, stay I mean, there. Would, would Des being brought up at this point in time? I, I don't look for him really to rush him back. There's no need to. No, you got Austin. No, I don't think much to, yeah, want to rush him back. <laughs> no. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's jump into the, the teams here. Um, Who's going to kick us off? Players to watch out for on the Raiders' offense. I mean, is Jimmy Garoppolo? Is he going to carve us apart like uh, like Brock Purdy and Deshaun Watson didn't? <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, Garoppolo is going to be doing a lot of that this year. Uh, he's not in San Francisco anymore, and like yeah, he can run this offense. He's got some weapons out there, but he, he's just a guy that without that system he's just a, an average quarterback at best and we've kind of seen that through two games like he did all right game one game two didn't really accomplish anything like Adams is always a weapon you always have to worry about him Myers had two touchdowns week one so they have guys but mm. yeah, I'm not particularly worried about him being a big factor here mm, yeah TA what about Jacoby Jacobs who we're gonna have we're gonna have uh trouble stopping the run again this 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 week you mean Jacoby Jacobs Josh Jr. Jr. the third, aka the second, once removed by the 64th of one eighth? That guy? You're like, that's that's really all you need to know is he's a running back. He's from Alabama. So we got two Bama backs squaring off this week. And um quite interesting. Um, uh, you know, 
Steelers are going to have to be forced to stop him. I mean, we've mm-hmm. kind of given up 400 yards rushing in the last two games. And, you know, Josh could kind of probably, I don't know, rattle off 200 against us himself. So, yeah. Hey, well, yeah, I think stay tuned on Sunday night. Why not? Ford did. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's why they brought up they brought up Braden Fico because the defensive line didn't that? play that. Braden Fico. <laughs> okay. You know, people like don't a, even tell me. Don't even tell like me how to pronounce it. Me. <laughs> it's a fiasco. Okay. Yeah. That's what this, Thank you. Thank that's you. what this defensive line is right now, is a fiasco, especially going up against Chubb, who had 64 yards in the first quarter alone, would have probably ran for the all-time rushing in a game record if he wouldn't have got hurt. And then you got a backup that came yeah. in and ran up all overs too. So the defensive line did not have a good grade for me as I wasn't on during the, the post game there. But uh, I think that's why Braden came in just because of going up against Josh Jacobs, who isn't he's like a he's like a Nick Chubb Jr. He's not quite as good as Nick Chubb as not many people are, but Josh Jacobs is a power back too. Yeah, he doesn't have the breakaway speed that Chubb has, but it is a lot of the same, you know, strengths. I would say he's had a rough start to the year. Part of it might be the whole holdout thing because they didn't want to pay, play on the tag or whatever, but. Only 1.6 yards per carry through two games. Not going to get it done, but I have a feeling we're probably not going to be quite that lucky and get another game like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Who, uh, well, who else? You mentioned him earlier, Devontae Adams. Yeah. I mean, just ask Levi Wallace if he thinks he can uh, cover uh, Devontae <laughs> <laughs> You think that's probably a little- not. Little easier task this week? No, no not at all. Not really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you mean t- tough for anybody to cover him? You're pretty much gonna have to hope that you can cover everybody but him. That's that's kind of my thought process there. But we'll all, see. Right. all right, yeah, we got a uh, PSF question. Hey, James, thanks for tuning in, man. Do you guys think that they'll let Fajeco play significant amount of snaps? Um, he seems to think he can only help. I mean. Why not? <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I think the two guys that need to be in the middle of the most are him and Benton because, like, Foco, I don't think he's a good player by any means, but I think he's a better run player than a lot of what we saw last week. Him and Benton are the only two I've seen in the last, like, whether it's preseason or this year, make any plays against the run. Plug so I think those two got to play. Yeah. 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 Uh, James likes Benton as well, too. Um yeah, he does need some snaps. Well, we got, uh, you know, flipping the cord or the card rather on defense. We get a familiar name that's going to be playing against us again. Mm-hmm. Um, our buddy, Robbie Spillane. Back in uh, black and silver. Mm-hmm. So what do you think his effect is going to be on us? Same as it was on every other team that we played when he was playing for us, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the way I look at this game, if we're not putting Mount Washington out there, running him down the seam with him and Patrick Firemuth up against Spillane, then we are idiots. Wait, playing we have tight ends? I don't know if they've played the last two weeks, guys. I don't know if they're active. But... Could have fooled me. 
because this game, that's exactly what I would be doing. Because let's face it, Spillane is well, that's not a guy. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Because our coordinator will not figure that out. No, he thinks he's going to beat him with a jet yeah. sweep. He's going to try to get <laughs> yeah. Spillane on the outside with a jet sweep. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what will end up happening? Spillane will end up having a Hall of Fame appearance against <laughs> yeah. his old team, just luck, yeah. like most of them do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers should know this guy better than anybody to expose his weaknesses. You know what I mean? Like, you hope so. Yeah. Well, the, you'd think so. You'd think hope so. so. You think so? Maybe, but I'm not quite sure. Well, you know, uh, Mr. Canada acknowledged the fact that the fans weren't very happy with him, but he has all the faith in the world in this team. Oh. Yeah, well, we don't know. And he appreciates their passion for winning. Good. Well, good. do something yeah, then. <laughs> Have you tried doing anything but what you've been doing? Because that's the thing. It's like at some point he can say, like, oh, I don't know exactly what we need to do. I'm like, something else is the answer to that question, Matt. I don't, I don't know. Like, you don't even have to elaborate. Just say something else because then at least we can go, oh, Maybe there'll be something else that we see this week. Maybe he, doesn't, he doesn't have that ability, though. That's the thing. He has nothing else to go to. That's His offense is his offense. We haven't seen anything new this year that we didn't see last year. So I'm a firm believer that what he has is what he has. He's not smart enough to draw up anything else. I suppose not. Maybe he just needs a new uh, box of crayons, freight train. <laughs> I mean... Maybe his dry erase markers have dried out. Yeah, Yeah, because he's probably just sitting up there sniffing them. Sorry, guys. I got nothing else to do. Sorry. That's what it is. He's huffing the markers. We got to give him the markers that don't have any sense. Yeah. Give him a a tablet. (laughs) Yeah, what are those surface tablets they use? Just give him a couple of those. Yeah. Figure something out, maybe. Yeah, he'll try to go John Madden on it, though. You'll just see a bunch of yellow squigglies around. Like if you see yeah, and then he goes this way, and then he comes over here, and it boom, <laughs> right there, boom, gets tackled for a loss. <laughs> we kind of miss this guy, don't we? Yeah, of course. That's a great, that's a great reference there. Definitely. Yeah, and he goes around. He 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 made that. Uh, what do they call that? Where you can draw on the screen. He he made that thing famous. Yeah, I just call it the oh, yeah. old squiggly he, he, thing. Like, take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What about Max Crosby, guys? What do you think about him? Uh well, who's going to be who's he going to be matched up against? Dan Moore again? He gets moved around more than the other guys, but I think it'll be a core for most of the time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Which isn't any better. Just to let everybody know. If you didn't know already. Marginally, but yeah, not really worth making a big fuss about who he's playing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a guy that's going to be difficult to play. I mean, he's he's right in that like second tier of edge rushers, I think. He's creeping up more and more every year, it feels like, where like mm-hmm. he can get up in that top five ish rank. And he's, he's real disruptive. So they well, better I have a plan for him. And I know they won't, but I don't know. I've kind of noticed that the more tattoos he gets, the slower he becomes. <laughs> I think the ink is slowing him down. I mean, he's off to a slow start already. He's only had 12 tackles in one sack. 
I mean, he should have his freshest legs right now. What's going on? Hey, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And the thing with Max he Crosby, hasn't played, he hasn't played us yet. Well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't gone up against our offense yet. But, All right. All right. but the thing about Max Crosby you have to watch out for is he doesn't just go for the tackle or the sack. He's looking to turn the ball over. He's a he goes in to a lot of the that strip. Like yeah. Does, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure him and TJ are one and two in fumble force fumbles since they've came into the league. I think so. It's, it's him. And, like they're definitely at least both near the top. I know TJ's at the top, but well, of course, yeah. But but yeah, that that's just what you have to look out for. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, let's let's kind of sum this up then. What are our thoughts uh, before we go into our keys to victory? Though, what are our, our thoughts? Our offense matched up against their defense. Who's at, who's got the edge there? I mean, we should <laughs> we should have the edge, but I think we all know that like technically that we there's no team we can play that we have the edge. You know, offensive versus defense until proven otherwise. Like, we're definitely way more talented than this team. Like without a doubt it just doesn't matter it hasn't mattered for three years going going on three years so i don't know you guys think this is the week i mean i sure hope so but i'm kind of this point i don't know if i can predict that at this point no. I, feel good about it. Dude, I think I'm it's their defense yeah yeah I, I our offense is so bad you get a team full of ta's oil greasing machine buddies together and they'd be able to stop this <laughs> offense <laughs> i i mean it's atrocious it's absolutely – I have no faith in this offense until this guy's gone moving forward. I, I just refuse to. Well, you know, I, I was listening on the way home on, to DVE to give them a plug. Um, and uh, um, <clears throat> Oh, uh, Merrill Hodge was on, and he was talking to uh, Mike Pursuta. And he was commenting on the offense and saying, like – last week against the Browns that our offensive line was not like letting one guy through. They were, they were missing two blocks religiously. Like, so one guy wasn't sneaking through two were regularly sneaking through. So leaving like somebody looking at air to block, I, I don't know. It just, it wasn't a raving, uh, uh, a positivity uh, with this offensive line. And, you know, are we going to see it this week? I don't know. I don't know. Is, is their best chance so far, especially inside, like they should be able to dominate the interior of this team. Like we already saw one of their tackle, defensive tackles is dealing with some stuff and they've been one of the worst groups through two weeks at that position. So if there's ever a week to get it going. At least the offensive line. Like I think that our players should play better individually in this matchup because they're not dealing with so much talent on the opposite side. But it still comes down to the play calling. Like if it doesn't, if they execute everything super well, that still means what? If everything's perfect, twenty points, maybe twenty four. Like that's kind of the issue, guys. Is like they could play a perfect game, execute everything great. You're Hopefully still more than 
Hopefully more than one first down by the end of the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm shooting for. Seriously. I'm taking a very baby ugly steps. trend we're seeing here. <laughs> Give me two first downs in the first quarter. All right. Give me two. I'll, 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 What's the yeah. over under on first downs for the Steelers? <laughs> first first downs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me get on FanDuel. I'll be able to tell you. Hey, James Strong, if you're still listening on PSF, um, Tell us what you're seeing in videos. Are you seeing all four of us in the videos? Because I'm seeing Papa's on screen. Some guys are in and out, in and out, in and out. I'm not, still haven't seen anybody other than me on my phone. Um, so I'm just kind of curious. Uh, we'll look for your comments. We'll, we'll just keep moving on here. Uh, before we get into keys to victory, guys, let's. Um, I'm going to throw a few plugs out here. Steelers Rome podcast. Uh, we're simulcasting with uh, PSF. Uh, pro sports fans uh, live every uh, every Monday, typically, or if on a Monday night game, Tuesdays like this week and Thursdays. And then we uh, are also going to be your in-game uh, Manning cast type uh, commenters for the Raiders game, 815 this Sunday night, too. So stay up with us, hang out with us. Uh, keep us keep us chatting all night long because hopefully there'll be a lot of excitement for us to talk about the whole game through, but we can certainly use some company. So make a note of that and hang out with us here Sunday night. Let's make it a, a long night. Bring your bourbon, whatever uh, other other brewskis along. Um, and you can catch us there. And of course, on uh, Steel's Rum podcast every Monday and Thursday as well, too. So, Shane, why don't you give us a shout-out? Let us know where you're going to be. Let everybody know where you're going to be. Yeah, well, on top of the shows with you guys, I will be doing my normal two shows at uh, Still Curtain on YouTube. It's Still Curtain Podcast. You guys want to look it up. Then we do shows live at 1.30 on Wednesdays, and a pre-recorded show on Tuesdays should drop at 5 p.m. every day as well. So check me out there. Cool. Very cool. So, yeah, um, James said he only sees four screens. They're all still shots on this. So I don't know what's going on. But anyhow, hope you guys are hearing us okay over there in the pro sports fans, uh, Steeler fans chat. For any of those uh, of you who don't know that address, uh, go out to the web, uh, and it is psf.app, PSF app. You can find it on the Play Store uh, or the uh, – uh, the iPhone, the, the iStore, Apple or Android, whatever those stores are. Yeah. Um, James says, we sound great, but he only sees us on four stills. So is what it is. Anyhow, guys. All right. Let's go around the horn. He's the victory. Who wants, who wants to lead us off there? T.A. wants to. T.A. is chomping at the bit here. No, absolutely not. I mean. TA's already pretty much said it. I mean, it's pretty simple. We come out in the jumbo formation and uh, we go ahead and we have Pickens on the, uh, you know, far left, maybe even sending far right. Let's kind of simplify things up a little bit because with all this miss blocking and assignments, I mean, we must be juggernauts when it comes to the blocking assignments because. I mean, at this point in time, we still have zero pulls and or traps this year and just running the ball. So mm -hmm. this is more sophisticated than what we think. And Cali King, you're going to be kind of surprised 
because all we're going to do is we're just going to line it up tight end to the left of the <laughs> middle linebacker, tight end to the right of the middle linebacker. Five, 10, 15, 20, all the way down there. And then by the time it's all over with, you're going to understand why we got rid of Spillane. And when you figure that out, then we're just going to go ahead and we're going to dump the ball over to Pickens a couple of times. And, you know, as long as we're in the jumbo package, none of this makes it. No, nobody cares. It'll all yeah. be good. We don't even have to worry about running the ball. It's you're just not, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, you're not looking for sexy offense. You're just looking for offense. Yeah, I just, you know, let's keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> well, I'll go. Yeah, I'll jump in here real quick. Uh, two words, or three, I should say. Run the ball. Against <laughs> yeah. this team, the interior is weak. Don't try to run outside. Don't run Max Crosby, none of this stuff. Run the ball inside, and if you can do that effectively, stay ahead of the chains. At least Canada's offense works well enough when everything works perfectly to get you 20 points. That's probably all you need against this Raiders team. And honestly, if they can't do it this week, then I think they're done. I think the offense is toast. This is your best chance you're going to get outside of maybe the Texans next week for a while. Hmm. You got to make it happen, especially this week, if not the next two weeks, really. You got to make it happen offensively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, well, I'm going to make. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I can go last. No big deal, JT. No, go ahead, brother. Okay. I think my key to the victory is we got to get Kenny confident again. Because Kenny just looks like he's in disarray these past two games. I think, and you guys, Shane, you said it before, this defense isn't quite like what we've gone up the past two weeks. I think this is another perfect game for Kenny to get his feet back underneath him. Give him a chance to move the ball downfield. Use the middle of the field. Use the tight ends. Connor Hayward didn't even, it seemed like he didn't even have a single snap last week. Get him more yeah, involved. Where's that? Yeah. You got to start bringing out these Swiss Army knives that we've been keeping in the garage for for some ungodly reason. You have to bring it. You have to get Kenny back on his feet because if he goes through this game with another bad game, you've just shot his confidence for the foreseeable future. Yeah, can't disagree with that one either. I mean, I'm going to make it even more simple than that. You've, you've got to control the ball and offense more. You've got, you've got to get the defense more rest. I think we, we can't be a premier defense when we're worn out uh, by halftime. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we've got to figure out a way. Like all you guys said, we've got to run the ball. We've got to possess. The, we've got to put some time, take some time off the clock. Don't come out three and out and waste 32 seconds. You know, yeah. come out and drive the ball down. Let's see a five-minute drive down into the red zone, and let's come away with some points. Right. Don't have to be seven all the time, but let's see. Take some time off the clock. Give our defense some rest and and balance the time. You know, and we were. Uh, well, that's the key, JT. The key. I was the key. Yeah, he was like, you know, back in the cower days, they had uh, they were probably 60, 70 percent run but they were a balanced attack mm -hmm. back in the well, days when he was running the ball too so when you had to be balanced on on you know your play calling we saw the the perfect storm happened it was like the third quarter and you guys may have touched on it we finally started running the ball two great 
runs. It's third and short for the first time in the football game. What does Canada do? Runs the jet sweep. When the defenders were drawn to the line of scrimmage within the box, you had the perfect opportunity right then and there to use your tight end through the middle of the field and get another big game and move the chains and prolong the drive. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as seeing that stuff. Yeah, and Najee had those two big runs you were talking about, and then he didn't. I don't even know if he touched the football again after that. Like he finally got going a little bit. He found some space. He created some space on the one play, backtracking, getting around the edge. Like eventually, it started to open up a little bit more late in the game, and we didn't we didn't rely on it. Mm-mm. No, you know, it's almost like Canada has a hat, and he has all his plays. All five of them. Just pulls and, and he mm-hmm. just like pulls one out of the hat every down. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't know. It, it, this team does not look like they're synchronized or have any kind of methodology at all. No. It's no. like, well, let's try this. That didn't work. Let's try this. That didn't work. Let's try <laughs> yeah. this. Well, well that might have worked. Mm-hmm. And we had the right That's guys. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shake him up. It's, let's try. Hey, it's let's like try they say every a squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. <laughs> That's it. That's why that George Pickens touchdown. Matt was like, "Oh, that was done perfectly." I'm like, "Yeah, it's the only thing he did all day." <laughs> really? Really? Uh, well, let's get into our predictions, guys. Um, you know, got to be a small hat. Ed <laughs> James just commented. He said it's got to be a small hat. Yeah, I'm not yeah. seeing any of the comments here. What's going on with this uh, app here? I have no idea. Not much right now. I, I have no idea. James is still seeing all four stills. I'm seeing mine uh, video and nobody else's on my phone. I'm seeing all four hey, videos on. First of all, as Steeler fans, I think you guys are asking way too much. Just like this, just like our offense, you're asking too much out of this app right now. <laughs> simple, we'll, get there. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, Slow it down a little bit. Yeah, nobody's going to see your new sweatshirt. <laughs> That's quite all right. Keep it simple, stupid. Remember, at the end of the day, it's only wins and losses that matter. Did you just call me stupid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shots fired. <laughs> well, that's prediction Cross, words there. So Cross both bows. Uh, my bows that are. Bowels. Bowels. I don't want to talk about bowels. That's going to be let's a slippery slope. Bowels. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let Shane kick off his prediction this week. Shane, what do you got, man? What do you, what, what do you, is this going to be it? Is this going to be a W? Well, at this point, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say, if I can't do anything about it, like personally in person to try to change the offense, I'll just keep predicting them to score more points every week until they do. 24 <laughs> 17, I'll take us winning. Probably going to take some help from the defense, getting us a short field or something. Maybe we can pound it in for a touchdown and get that extra touchdown that we haven't been getting so far this year and come out with a win against the Raiders finally, like I said, since before I was born on the road at least. All right. Well, you know, when we did our predictions at the beginning of the year, this is one that I predicted the Steelers to drop going out to the West Coast. I'm going to stick with that. Makes Uh, sense. Uh, just just because of the fact I'm going Raiders 23, Steelers 20. Gotcha. JT, can you remind me of what mine was? Because I want to make sure I'm being genuine here with my picks. What yours was last week? Hey, we have new information. No, 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 right? no. To to no what, I, 
what I said at the at the Mega Cast. Do you have those in front of you? No, I didn't. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to. Oh boy. All right, my prediction. So, boy, you don't remember how you picked. It doesn't have to be the same. That's Mega Cast. I just spew it. Yeah, we got information now. That's how I'm feeling in the moment. I don't feel in the moment now like I did back then. So, I don't think any of us do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially so, those you pick the Steelers to go 12 and whatever, 12 and five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to kind of ride the coattails of my last prediction because I don't think this offense can score more than one touchdown a football game. And you're not going to get help from the defense with two touchdowns every single football game. That's not sustain sustainable whatsoever. So, Says it's <laughs> never happened once in NFL football history that a defense got two touchdowns every single game. Man, I'm liking to change history. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, I'm probably gonna go ten seven Steelers. Oh, okay. That'll be a long night for us if it's ten seven Steelers. So hopefully not. But. Yeah, that's that's a lot of talking, Shane. By the way, we get we're gonna have some fun during that too. We're gonna play some games and throw some stuff out there. I'm sure TA's got a ton of trivia that he's gonna throw out in between uh TV timeouts and whatnot, media timeouts. So yeah, you're on the spot. What? You're on the spot. TJ's in for a snooze our game host during the night. <laughs> They'll be bringing it to you. So what are you thinking, buddy? Well, first off, Ben Roethlisberger isn't playing. So we've got a very good chance of winning because this team, along oh. with the dude with the big shoulder pads and spikes, owned Ben Roethlisberger. They just owned him. Mm. Look it up. Kenny went in there last year, was not afraid. So I'm kind of liking that. Although I'm not sure what Kenny this is this year. So that makes me afraid. Now, with all <laughs> yeah. that saying, this kind of has a feel of a of a rivalry or a, a divisional game. So where you guys are all at with that three, four point differential, I definitely do not see that going any any further than that. So I'm actually going to go and say that this is going to be a 17 to 13 game. Who wins, TA? Oh man, you know where Bubba, you know where my heart wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> my mind was telling me something. Does he have the nerve to deliver that? My oh, mind's we're, telling me no, but my body. My body. <laughs> we're 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 gonna we're gonna go with the Steelers just on the simple fact Ben is not playing in this game. Okay, Either is uh, who at the Ohio quarterback <laughs> that ran it back on us a couple well, years Terrell ago? Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor. Yeah. 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 That didn't 92 first. yards or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. He was so bad at quarterback, they changed him to wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was pretty good for like a year. Uh, that's yeah. about it, but he did yeah. for about a year. Yeah. And that was it. And that was it. Yeah. 
All right. So what's everybody else doing? Uh, we get two and O Ravens. Um, one and one Browns and Steelers and O and two Cincinnati. Uh, Ravens are hosting the Colts. Right. Who else? They lead with the North. Yeah. Yeah. With the beat, uh, the beat down the Bengals. Titans at Cleveland. Two one and one teams. What are you guys thinking there? Uh, it's it's hard to say with like I want I need to see that offense without Chubb, cause, like for a full game before I know like can they? Because I think they can beat the Titans, but the Titans are one of those teams that can kind of just force you to throw the ball. And with if it's Watson the way he's played, I don't know if that's going to go so well for them. Yeah. Well, the good thing yeah. for Cleveland though is Kareem Hunt wasn't in a hurry to sign anywhere. And was still on the block. He knows that offense pretty well. Um, he's looking yeah, for some doubters wrong. So, okay. hey, let's be <laughs> honest, guys. All right, Hunt's only there to help Ford carry the load, but he ain't no damn Chevy. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was just waiting for that too. So the Bengals are hosting the Rams, who are one and one. Um, can they uh, right the ship, man? What's going on with the Bengals? That's the question. It just comes down to whether Burroughs can he can he play like on that calf because it's he was throwing today as it looks like he's going to play, but he doesn't look the same right now. And, and the Rams looked pretty strong overall. I mean, they did lose the Niners, but it's pretty close. I think the Rams could go in and beat them if they play like they have on offense so far. They have not done a whole lot of anything. All right, Bob is checking in too. Steelers will win with defense. Um, Steelers will win the defense cost cost the Steelers them games. Steelers will win the defense cost the Steelers them games. He's he's talking was, about the Big Ben thing. That's that what he's. What that's what it is. Bob, I know Are what you're you trying sure? to say. Yeah. I, me and Bubba speak telepathically as well, in case you guys didn't know. So I know exactly what he means there. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So help me explain that to us then. Huh? Explain that to us. He says the Steelers will win this game. The defense cost the Steelers the games that you were talking about that big they had Big Ben's number. Oh, absolutely not. Go back and look at the records. Those were horrible games. Ben was scared. That was one of the teams. Them and the Patriots. Ben was scared, little girl. I want to go on bear hall. We found ways to lose those games against Raiders. The last, yes. Especially the last few years, we found ways to lose those games. Hey, we've got a new listener, man. We'll give a shout-out to Callie King, Raiders fan there. Um, he said he's going to be there, too, hanging out with us. Yeah, going live during the games. Hope to see you there in the panel. Yeah, man. Definitely, we'll, uh, we'll be collaborating, commiserating together, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Bubba, uh, Callie King, uh, Richard, all you guys, man. We appreciate it tonight. Shout out to Big Larry, our two-hatted Steeler wonder out there. <laughs> Always telling us good morning. Can we call him the Mad Hatter? The Mad Hatter. The Larry Mad Hatter. the Mad Hatter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't seen him this week at Ace Hardware yet, so 
Larry, you better go in and see your buddy JT. He's missing us. He's going to do it. But, hey, let's take it on out. Uh, We're just a little over, but uh, that's cool. We appreciate you guys checking in with us. Good to hang with you guys, man. Have a great rest of your week. Uh, We'll see you Sunday evening, primetime. We'll be coming on a little bit early before the game. So probably around 8 o'clock, tee us up and look forward to catching you guys there. Have a great week, Steeler Nation. Careful in the hot tub, man. Boys, smell you next time. Yeah, absolutely. Fire Canada. Fire Canada. Come check check me out primed and ready for prime time. Because that's what it's going to be, is me about half drunk and shit face for this game. (laughs) That's it. Shane, have a good one, brother. Say good night. Yep. Later. Good night, Lucy. <laughs> Lucy Goosey. Check back next week into the Steelers realm 